By the way, before we talk about that, I just like to say that the sign behind Joven literally reads Snarg's House of Sins. <laughs> Who is Snarg? Is what is he doing? He's a different a different card. You gotta get him. <laughs> you gotta find a Snarg card. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to Casual Commander. I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And today we're we're dialing it back to an oldie but a goodie. We're doing a Fringe Commanders episode. And we have a a wonderful guest joining us today. Let's introduce Andy. Andy, how are you today? <laughs> I'm doing well. How about you guys? Yeah, pretty good. good. Well, I, so, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so, for being on. <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks for joining. Yeah. Anytime. Uh, Andy is the host, primary editor, Lord master dungeon master i was gonna say dm <laughs> dm of tales from deconia did i pronounce that, correct. that correctly yep deconia yep deconia awesome so he actually um he actually you want to you want to talk about it a little bit sure uh it's a podcast that me and my friend group got together when we uh when covid first hit so we wanted to basically record our stories that we'd had and listen to them when we're old and you know, feeble-minded and we can't do D&D anymore because we don't know what the math rocks do. So essentially what wound up happening is we had it for a year, took a long break, and then I picked it back up. And now we record our our sessions where I get to repeatedly beat my players over the head with, a, with their baseball bats that I wrapped in barbed wire named Backstory. All right. <laughs> nice. Cool. But no, I we, we have fun there. And um, currently... We are traveling through Nylia's forest, and it is a big old giant dungeon that I have created, and it's it's so much fun. Nice. Cool. Nylia, Magic the Gathering, transition. I hear you're also <laughs> quite a magic player. I am, yeah. So I, I started in the original Theros block way back in 2013, 2014, whenever that was. Um, I played standard uh, for a little bit and then slowly swapped over to commander and unfortunately due to college tuition and college books i had to sell off my entire collection until mm. probably about seven eight months ago when i got back into it and now i have a i have like eight commander decks <laughs> so you're just right back into the addiction just right <laughs> yeah I, it hit hard it yeah. hit hard and i only blame wizards of the coast for creating ravnica and theros D books and those are my two favorite planes. Yeah, that's fair. So. They are very cool planes. So, transition. Wow. What's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, Ravnica guild? My favorite Ravnica guild. Ooh, I would have to probably say Gruul. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. For, for colors, but if you're talking more along the lines of like story purposes, like actual like what's behind their ideologies, probably probably Azorius or Boros. Hmm. Okay. Uh, order. So, would you consider yeah. yourself more of a a gruel player when you make commander decks i am very much a gruel player when i make commander decks <laughs> this man's gonna like ragadraga oh ragadraga <laughs> man <laughs> it's it's so refreshing bringing someone on and not you know having them be like a surprise blue player we never know and then they always they always turn out blue and we're like ah it's, what, what have we done <laughs> so I, with that said, I do have to preface that I was a control player way back in the day. I knew it. Everyone, every, everyone at one point is. It's, well, you have to be. 
I, I feel like it. you have to to learn the stack and how it works. Exactly. Be- because without that knowledge, I feel like the interactions get very confusing. Mm-hmm. You also just have to learn how to be arch enemy. Yes. Yeah. You know. You just have so to that learn. when you play, yeah, when you <laughs> play your your jank, uh, what's her name, Brio the the owl, Brio. What's the owl from Strixhaven? Wasn't it like Arena or something? Like Brina, 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 Brina. When you when you play your Brina decks, you mm-hmm. know, then you have a better idea how to interact with stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So good, and, and it helps now because I have a I have a AC Tyrant of Dire Strait Simic deck. That's Sea Servant, Leviathan, Tribal-ish, and mm-hmm. it's very stack-heavy because it's all about tokens and copies and all this other mumbo-jumbo. Nice. Do you have a, what's that other one? Is it Coma? So Coma is the secret commander in my AC deck because yeah. Coma, I found, gets way too much hate the second he hits. As as yeah. it should. As, as it should. <laughs> as it should. As it should. Yeah. Um, but... With AC out on the field, it helps with ramp, card draw, mm. and it's not in target number one when it's played on turn four. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. That's fair. Oh, cool. So, so yeah, I guess that's a good... Another transition. We're <gasps> experts. Yeah. Uh, list off some of your uh, your favorite decks for us and what and what you like doing with them, like what their, their win con is. Uh, so, definitely Pet Project right now that's not finished is Ur-Dragon. Um. Oh I'm... my guy! <laughs> why? So... Why are you saying that to Tim? <laughs> so it's not typical Ur Dragon. This theme I went with is tokens and combos off with Dragon's Tempest, Scourge of Alcus, uh Terror of, Terror of the Peaks, uh, where Ancients Tread, and it has a bunch of token creators. So like the new Teamer Dragon, Mirian Miri- or something like that from Baldur's Gate. That when a dragon enters, it makes a copy of it. Oh, um, yeah, I know who you're talking I don't remember his name. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. either. I know it's M-I-I-R-A-Y-N or something like that. Uh, then Lathless is in there. Vrondis is in there for a sub-theme of, like, die rolling because of the Dungeons and Dragons thing. Yeah. So its whole thing is, if I cast a dragon, great. But if I don't, as long as I have an army of tokens, yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fair. My Ur-Dragon deck is, is very typical. It's, like, play all of the... Uh, the things that make dragons cheaper, get him out there, start swinging old knob bones. You know, if he makes it out, it's game over. Cause I make like 83 treasure and then I have a really good yeah. time and no one else does. And I love it. See, I, I don't <laughs> like doing that. <laughs> I liked being a little different. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know. I like it. I think it's the DM part of me. who's like, I'm constantly worried about everyone else having fun. Mm. So I like to make decks where everyone has fun. Chris doesn't uh, worry about that at all. No, I only have fun myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chris is having fun when everyone else is upset. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Now, which is the one that likes pillow fort decks? It's Chris. It's Chris. Yeah. yeah. Listen okay. here. Listen here, guys. <laughs> yep. We have a problem. I don't, I don't like pillow fort. Pillow fort likes me. Ah, uh, <laughs> that's what it is. Look, guys, Doubt. all because I'm going to play, you know, propaganda and ghostly prison look these are great cards oh dude i i forgot to tell you (laughs) i forgot to tell you i was playing against a um uh, i went home this weekend was hanging out with some friends and we were playing some magic and uh normally my my friends from home when they play magic they just borrow my decks but one of their friends also came over and she's a big like magic fan and she had an alicia deck and 
Uh, what it boiled down to was she would, uh, I forget the name of the card, but it had a cumulative upkeep and it said creatures cannot attack. So what she would do is she would not pay the cumulative upkeep, attack with Alicia, bring that creature back. And then I just couldn't attack. And I was like, why? Mm-hmm. Chris right now would be having... Like, I would a, be so happy. He'd be oh my God. freaking... It was it was not that great. That sounds horrible. Most of my decks win <laughs> through combat damage. I know! I know! <laughs> oh, no, I don't like it. <laughs> it was... it was. I mean, she looked like she was having fun. I was not... That sounds <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That sounds like the perfectly made deck. Oh, God. Please don't get any ideas. <laughs> I'm getting ideas. Um, all right, so sorry, I kind of got sidetracked. Uh, do you have any other decks, like little pet decks that you, you enjoy breaking out every now and again? Yes, I have a Mael the Anima deck. Who is um, that? Mael the Anima. It's a Naya commander that um, basically, it, so it's green, red, white for a 2-3 elf shaman. You pay six, uh, tap it, look at the top five cards of your library, put a creature with power five or greater onto the battlefield. So it's ramp and play a big beefy boy yeah yes that's your creature tribal you were talking about yes that is my creature tribal so basically i wound up putting so miles the commander then there's atla palani in there there's also Mm -hmm. yisan the wandering bard and there is winoda in there as well so Mm -hmm. there is lots of humans in the low end for mana ramp and for Things like the archetype of courage, archetype of regression to give my creatures trample and fr- uh, first strike. And then it just, and then of course, Kamal and things like that on the upper end. To, so I keep hitting those things. So between the two, the two combo pieces, when it goes off, I'm putting like, I don't know, at least like five or six creatures onto the battlefield with at least seven or eight triggers on Winota. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. It, it's really stupid and it folds to board wipes very easily, but it also recovers very fast. So, yeah, I mean, I think every single deck I've ever built has had the kryptonite of board wipes and I just refuse <laughs> to get around that. <laughs> I know exactly. I mean, what can you do other than play blue and counter it? Yeah, exactly. Right. So listen, white has counter green has counter. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes. Technically. Red has counter for blue. <laughs> specifically. <blue>. Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I recently made an Elsha the Ar- uh, Elsha of the Infinite Artifacts deck, but it has okay. a emphasis on vehicles Ooh, and things okay. like that. That sounds cool. So yeah, it's um it has so basically what I did I took the pilot uh the the pilot precon and Osgear and oh. mushed them together with Ooh, some nice. upgrades and basically uh, there's stuff in there like Phyrexian Triniform, uh, which is a nine drop with Encore for twelve. It's a nine nine when it dies create three three threes mm-hmm. so then you can recur it at least one or two times and then Osgear makes two more copies of it so it just gets really stupid and then there's mm-hmm. the other version of it called triplicate triplicate titan which came in the Osgear precon yep so it's just guy with a lot of ramp and it's it's fantastic so that sounds fun yeah i also just i, I basically just upgraded the precon vehicle deck yeah which is why i'm very excited for the nautiloid ship coming out in baldur's gate because that's I'm a fun super, vehicle. Yes, it is. I'm super excited for that. Yeah, that was a uh, spoiler alert. If, if um, our listeners haven't listened to last week's episode, it was a tight race between Nautiloid Ship and Raga Draga for who we were most excited. It came about. down to a freaking <laughs> dice roll. <laughs> it sure did. And it did not go well. 
<laughs> I feel like <laughs> that's ma- appropriate. Yeah. Could you imagine at the Olympics, like, oh, that the two the two teams tied. How are we going to decide this? Rock paper scissors, guy. Let's go. I mean, they do a yeah. lot. Like they do coin flips to decide like who gets to shoot first and or uh, get the ball first in football. And also determine who wins in overtime sometimes. Okay, now does it? It yes. The only reason the, I... he's making the joke that whoever wins the coin toss in overtime wins the game most of the time. Uh, I mean, that is like statistically correct. Yeah, yeah. Which where is I stupid. Live, yeah, yeah, the area where I live, it was in a big uproar about it mm. during the football season because it didn't didn't it end well. With the games. Yeah. No, it did not. It <laughs> did not. And we have a hardcore football base here. Yeah, I'm sure. So. Yeah, I mean, cool. I I also thought it was fitting for the uh for the D and D set to end on a on a, a D twenty roll. And okay, that's fair. I agree. Yeah, so that's fair. I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. Yeah, and for it to not go well is perfect too. It, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when everyone was disappointed with the roll that I made. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. So, uh, French commanders. <laughs> yeah. Right. Back on right. topic. Yeah. What we're here for. I, I have no transition. There was no segue for this. Tim, no, damn, was damn it, Chris, you were doing so good, and I now know. you didn't. General rules, guys, for anyone who's new to Fringe Commanders. Basically, we go to EDH Rec. We hit random until we find a legendary creature that has about 100 or less decks, and hopefully it's one we haven't covered before. We're going to try our best to remember what we've covered or not. Um, we're we're going to repeat ourselves. Eventually, <laughs> we're going to forget. We keep saying, oh, we should write this down, and then we're we like, we're too down. far gone. Let's you don't write it down. <laughs> yeah. Too far gone at this point. Yeah. Might and then well. we look at them, we analyze them, we think, you know, how could we build this? Is this worth building? And then if it isn't worth building, what is? Mm-hmm. Basically, we just either trash or love the card. Yeah. And then we just do that. So that's that's fringe commanders. Hopefully it gets you guys to start looking at some more commanders, building some more unique decks than Corvold. Hey, because because uh, watch you know, what you say. The more, the merrier, Timothy. Yeah, the more Corval decks, the merrier. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Anyway, the all right. the exactly. Tim, you got... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right, Tim. So I think you're first. Go ahead and roll the die. Let's see who you get. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't like that. Face. Oh, no. I like I like this face. <laughs> this is super weird. Let's hear it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so his name is Joven. <laughs> he Just has J O V E N. J O V E N. Oh, this guy! I love this guy. He looks like everyone you would meet at like a uh, a death metal concert. Um, he kind of looks like that oh, one guy from. Did you guys ever watch? Uh, what was it called? It was that like that metal show on Cartoon Network. Oh, Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse, yeah. He looks like one of the characters from Metalocalypse. He kind of does. does. Yeah. So he costs three red red, and you get a three three legend uh, that says, pay red 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 tap, destroy target non-artifact or non-creature artifact. Listen, you wow. wanted a blue counter. <laughs> I, this is the perfect counter to Urza. I mean, is it? It's not even. It's it's what? expensive. Not. And you're talking about still. eight mana to destroy one artifact. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly. a great. I'd rather. I would. I would rather play Vandal Blast. Yeah. No, but you. This is Vandal Blast every turn. Yeah, every Starting turn. turn six. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably making what like three artifacts minimum per turn. 
listen here. Listen, yeah, so, guys. Look at him. I mean, this is Uncle Istvan too. Yeah. Like this card, his legend, it should be summon Joven. <laughs> should be summon Joven, yeah. <laughs> because of how cool he is. Oh, this man, man is just such a legend. 18 yeah. decks he, and it shows. <laughs> he legends so hard that he's a 3-3 three, three for 5. And I, doesn't have haste and is 3 mana destroyed art, target non-artifact creature. Uh, real quick, I'm just going to read out his flavor text because uh, it's fantastic. Joven, you're almost as good a thief as I, but Iran hates you even more. Chandler. <laughs> you know Who's Chandler? Is there someone Chandler? Chandler is one of the best known rogues in the homelands. How did you not know this? Oh my god. Wait, is there I think there's actually a card named Chandler. Yeah, I'm there is. Sure, yeah. It literally does the exact oh, yeah. same thing. Oh, he's down here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he Chandler. literally does the exact same thing. <laughs> Except he destroys creatures. Art artifact yeah. creature. He destroys artifact creatures. Joven destroys art non-artifact creatures. What does this I have to like do with being a thief? I'm sorry. Joven destroys non-creature artifacts. I, there's got to be a reason for these two. What does this have to do I with being like a thief? I feel like these two need to be eroded to say partner with. Yeah. No kidding. Well, why would I partner two red cards together? <laughs> you really because hate Because it's Chandler and Joven. <laughs> They have to go together. Also, this is like a really like, uh, he's my best friend, but I'm not his best friend or whatever, <laughs> because Chandler's flavor text does not mention Joven whatsoever. <laughs> oh, you're right. It doesn't. Yeah. Oh, man. You know what? The, you know what these cards remind me of? Have you guys ever have you guys played Yu-Gi-Oh before? Uh, we I, are Yu-Gi-Oh experts. <laughs> I played it when I was a kid. <laughs> So there was this set. Of, I played it when I was a kid too, but I distinctly remember these cards. I don't remember the names, but it was a uh, a set of like four or five different thieves, and this guy's theme just goes so well with it. So I got a I got a feeling that this probably came around came out around the same time. Yeah, uh, I, this probably predates Yu Gi Oh. I would oh, imagine. Sure. This definitely. Predates. Oh yeah, it's still. I mean, the Homeland set is from like '95. If anything, Yu-Gi-Oh! saw this and thought, well, this is the heavy-hitting kind of creatures right. we need in Yu-Gi-Oh! They saw Joven and Chandler <laughs> and were like, this is what we need. <laughs> yes. Actually, I don't think... Yeah, you're right. It looks like it was copyrighted in 95. Mm -hmm. This is... Yeah. Not... Okay, so let's move on to the part where we talk about if we would build this commander. Yeah, Tim, how would you build this deck? How would I... Uh, I would pick a different commander. You pick Chandler. I, That's yeah. smart. Yeah, you don't you don't build Joven. You put Joven in Chandler. That's yeah, obviously. <laughs> Listen, obviously. Yeah. Chandler has four and only one red. That's a lot easier than three and two red in a mono red deck. That you know what? Mm -hmm. You're mm -hmm. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. That's so bad. The only thing I the only thing I could think of is like somehow getting infinite mana and untapped shenanigans with but in red that's like impossible. Not impossible, but I, it, very difficult. Yeah, Look, you essentially wouldn't be using red at that point. <laughs> yeah, let's just splash into uh, green and blue, and mm -hmm. you know, maybe we have a maybe maybe we have a board wipe that costs like a gazillion and one mana. Also, uh, Chandler, he looks like somebody. Who who is who does he look like? He looks like a, a real person. That's what I'm trying to say. I think these two cards are based on actual people. Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah. I'm trying to figure out what they mean like where they're from but i really can't i'm i'm scouring the internet mm -hmm. oh, he looks like someone from like a one of those old like 
comedy movies from like the 70s and 80s. Like he looks like he would fit into Caddyshack if he were like a character. Oh, you know who he reminds me of? I see it all the time on Facebook and TikTok because I think the dad is freaking hilarious. Is it like an old show? It's an old show. Are you talking about Chandler or Joven? Chandler. Oh. By the way, before we talk about that, I'd just like to say that the sign behind Joven literally reads Snarg's House of Sins. <laughs> Who is Snarg? What is he doing? He's a different a different card. You gotta get him. <laughs> you gotta find a Snarg card. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, are you thinking of uh, Married with Children? Yes. Okay. Yes. I kind of see that. I yeah. He looks a little bit like um. What is it? Not Al Bundy. Al Bundy. Yeah. I was thinking Ted Bundy, and I was like, wow, that's not right. That's Yikes. not right. That's, <laughs> that's not, not the name. Right. <laughs> that's not the name. Well, Tim. Yeah. So obviously, we're not building the Joven Chandler deck. Obviously. Who would you Who would you use instead? Oh God. I mean, are if you're Any going red. Yeah. If you're going mono red, like, could you could. Put every mono red commander up on a wall, throw a dart, and you'd land on someone better than Joven. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe. I, okay, maybe maybe that's hyperbole, but it's not hit, that much. If you hit Chandler, you're happy. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I'm happier than I would be with with, yeah, with Joven. <laughs> I feel like a good compliment. Like if you're building this deck, you're probably really going to be wanting want to be building like a Doretti. Or a Ragavan deck. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I really think that's what you're more likely going to do. Yeah, but even still, like, he's. I don't even know if I would put him in the 99 of a Duretti. I would Ragavan put him deck. in the 99 as a straight meme. Yeah, right. I yes. have a dollar to kill. Here's a. <laughs> I'm, I'm at a. I'm at a. I'm at like a, a game store or like at like a convention mm-hmm. and I see a, a foil Joven looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> signed by Joven himself. Signed, signed yes. by Bill Joven. <laughs> I'm getting it. Oh my god! If it if it was signed by Joven, I would build a deck then, but what only a, only then. What if what if the Joven card was signed by Chandler? Oh, that's even more valuable. That yeah, it's two dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a whole soft pretzel right there. <laughs> I don't know why I said soft pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should move on. This is, I I've, think we're done with Joven. He's making me sad. <laughs> and now I want Andy, a pretzel. <laughs> so much potential with Joven. Yeah. I know. The potential is there, but the execution is poor. So, All right, Andy. I, I found a commander. Uh, he has three decks. This is a solo commander. Camber, the Plunderer. K-M-B-E-R. He is a three and a black for a three, four. Partner with Lorene, uh, the Diversion. He has lifelink. Whenever a creature and opponent controls dies, you gain one life and create a blood token. Oh, this is one of the new ones from the uh, Crimson Val. The, the Vampire Crimson Val precon. Yep. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So this is basically how can I take a good deck and take out all of the red cards? Yes. Yes. How can I make it worse? <laughs> how can I make it worse? <laughs> and you're not even running partner in this deck. It's just Camber. It's, yeah, like I don't even know. I mean, obviously, you would probably have to. I would assume what your goal would be is to stack blood tokens, but mm-hmm. blood tokens are just so bad. I, I think they're not bad. They're they're good with madness. Correct. Yes. You, you would yeah. be building a mono black madness deck, which I guess you could do. 
I mean, you can do it. There's a lot of madness in black. I just, I agree. I just think it's better in Rakdos. Like you just. Oh, a hundred, hundred percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually, madness originally started as a Simic pair. Really? Mm-hmm. What? Because like, why, why not? Why not give Simic more? Uh, no, yeah, it started not? as Simic and then it shifted to Rakdos. Well, that's what I mean is like, yeah. they probably thought uh, maybe Simic has enough. <laughs> honestly dude simic was crap for a long time yeah it, it was is no time. longer they remedied it's that no situation. longer yeah <laughs> but simic sucked for a while and then we got oko how did it suck because it had it had car draw and ramp like i just people didn't play that much ramp then they were dumb <laughs> yeah 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 basically I mean, <laughs> yeah when they started putting ramp on creatures that's where things started getting weird. Okay, that's fair. Like, Counterspell's always been there. Counterspell's in the initials, like Alpha. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, like, Blue's always been control-y, but Green, mm-hmm. like, Green and Blue, for some reason, just didn't, they didn't really have powerful creatures. Hmm. Green had good stuff, Blue had good stuff, but together they didn't really mesh. Yeah. Until people complained, and then Simic became the powerhouse that it is, and then Boros sucks. That is true. That's the and now world white's I know. getting the love. Yeah, <laughs> white's getting lots of love now, and red's getting lots of yeah. love. Yeah, white is getting a lot of love. Like, did you guys see the? I forget what the heck is called. Uh, Smuggler stash, I think it is from the Esper precon and mm. New Capenna. Smuggler stash is green. Bootlegger stash is green. Or yeah, it's bootlegger. We keep calling it smugglers, but it is bootleggers, right? Yeah. No, or... I'm talking about the enchantment uh, smugglers. Smugglers share, uh, share two and a white. Oh, Enchantment, yeah. yeah. At the beginning of your end, at the beginning of each end step, draw a card for each opponent who drew two or more cards this turn. Then create a treasure token for each opponent who had more, two or more lands enter the battlefield under their control this turn. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's in that's insane with uh, Smothering Tide. That's a thirty dollar card. Yep. Is it really? Yeah. Yes. Says, because it's that good. Yes. Well, Smothering Tide this, or or no Smuggler Share. Oh, smuggler okay. Share. It is the only printing, and it's that good. Oh wow, Tim! That's a three-man enchantment. It's going in Lich. Oh my god, you're running! <laughs> you're running out of cards, man. You keep cycling out. It's not even going to be the same deck anymore. I know. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. You oh, you know, maybe I should put that in Sithis. Yeah, you should definitely put that in Sithis. My my Zer, it is Zer. The Lich deck oh. is Helm by Zer. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. If you if you feel like a sense of vomit coming up in the back of your throat, that's natural. <laughs> so um, anyway about yeah, camber camber <laughs> right camber that's this what we were is, doing I mean, here do you just build like a blood artist deck i feel like that's probably the best way to go about it like some like, like a conrad or sacrifice you know why not just play sir conrad then well i feel like sir conrad is strictly i don't know well i don't want to say strictly better but i would definitely you're right he doesn't have lifelink yeah <laughs> this is true but you have to like uh, find a way to make their creatures die, right? So, like, you probably want to put a Dictate of Erebos in here. And Butcher of Malakir. But- Butcher of Malakir. Like, you want to do cool. stuff that, like, yeah. Plague Crafter and Fleshbag Marauder. Yeah. I mean, that's all stuff that Black is really good at. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So it's Black doing Black things. And Yeah, I, this is this is a Black good stuff pile. I feel, yeah, and I feel like the Blood Tokens are kind of just a bonus. It's You're not going to build around the Blood Tokens. You're going to put some Madness in there, sure. But, like... Yeah, I don't yeah know. no, I, I would probably build the partner pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, building yeah. this mono is just a, not a good idea. I feel like no matter what, it's just strictly worse without the partner pair. 
because you're not using the card to its full fullest potential. Yeah, correct. So not boys, we're off to a good start. Uh, well, <laughs> save us then, Chris. Save us then. I got one here, and you're gonna love it. Okay, I can't wait. Remember when we did a Gabriel Angel Fire? Yeah. Yeah. Ready for something similar? Sure. We got Lady Calaria. Oh, let me Google that real quick. C-A-L-E-R-I-A. She's got 14 decks. She is three green, green, white, white for a three, six legendary creature, human archer. Tap Lady Calaria deals three damage to target attacking or blocking creature. Wait, she's a, she's an elf. Oh, it's okay. Oh, she's an elf now. They eroded her. Oh, yes. well, the one I'm looking at says... Okay, they definitely eroded her because the card I'm looking at says human. Oh, sure. okay. Yeah, she's got very pointy ears on the artwork. Uh, how that dare does. you? <laughs> you know what? Humans can look like that. Uh... <laughs> I mean, yeah, they could technically, I yeah. guess. Yeah. They could walk around people, with... People get those like... surgeries for ear extensions. Uh, You know what? You, I can't say that you're wrong. Yeah. You're, I can't <laughs> say you're wrong either. Thank so. you. Thank you, guys. I really wish you both were more inclusive to Lady Calaria. I didn't say that I, she was Listen, wasn't. All, because she, all because she got an elf change doesn't mean you need to be holding that against her. <laughs> you're uh, right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Do we want to include the elf change? <laughs> I mean, she was a human ar- archer when it began, and now she's an elf. Like... She looked like an elf from the beginning. What am I going to say here? She's, yeah. an, she's a human on the card. Anyway, Lady Calaria. Love it. Great card. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like seven mana to do three damage is quite... Yeah, that's three damage every turn. You guys are continuing to forget about the every turn thing on these cards. Because it doesn't hey, matter. What are you it's talking a lot. About? better than joven it's way or, better than joven. i will give you that <laughs> we're going in the right direction here yeah that's yeah, true that's right this is an improvement honestly guys look at the price joven was 27 cents and lady calaria is 47 dollars 74 dollars i can't read 74 70 well she's old i guess that's she's and, old she's 74 dollars also is it the 74 for the pre arata i'm assuming yes yeah i yeah, she's from legends I guess, let me put it this way. Is she terrible? No. Is she good? Also, no. (laughs) But look at that weird, like, manticore in the background of her art. Yeah, he's chilling, but he's dead. You just just build Selesnia manticore killing tribal. You just know that she had to tap herself eight times to kill that guy. How many arrows does she have? That's true. I mean, honestly, if you look at the art, there's like seven arrows and they're yeah. all on the guy's shoulder. Yeah. She's not that good. Yeah, she sucks. <laughs> Lady Calaria, she She's needs not glasses. A, not a good archer. No. I mean, I could foresee this being like a combat tricks kind of style deck, but it would just be so much better if it said Lady Calaria deals damage equal to her power to target attacking or blocking creature. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you could also very easily give her death touch. That is, is true. True, right? So put a basilisk collar on her, and Easy. she. Yeah. It is nice because she does three damage to target attacking or blocking creature. So like, she doesn't even need to like. She could just kill someone who went in to go block. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like she you, could. This, yeah. yeah, you know, could. you could you could do some tricks. I guess technically though, the the damage still wouldn't get through, right? Because you declare the blocker, it is officially blocked, right? 
The damage yes. would get through, but you could do a combat trick to, yeah. to you know, bait out, like killing a Jinkataxis or something like that. That's yeah. jump block. Yeah, exactly. I think if you build this deck, you have her there as a trick. You have her there for the colors. That's what a lot you of these a... boil down to. <laughs> yeah. That's what Joven boiled down to. Like... Yeah. I don't think we built Joven for the colors. No, I don't think true. you built Joven. <laughs> that's, that, you know what? That's fair. This is, yeah, that's fair. And on the, and the previous one, Candor, we didn't have enough colors. <laughs> Camber had the option to have more colors, and whoever made that deck like, was like, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. nah. But Lady Calaria, she has the perfect colors. She is exactly the right number of colors I would want in a magic deck. Two? Selesnia. Two. You see, oh. I would see, I think Bant would be better adding blue, because then you can add untap shenanigans, so you could give her death touch, block, tap, deal death touch damage to a creature, untap her, do it again to another creature, so she's effectively bl blocking three creatures. Mm. And you could keep doing that, depending on how many untap things you have, like Staff of Domination, Kioros Fowler, uh, I just saw one the other day. I forget the name of it, but I mean, you could also just put a Seaborn Muse in. True. Mm, and green, or maybe need blue. What about? Or sorry, I just want to real quick go back to you saying she has the perfect amount of colors. You have like two total decks that are two color. <laughs> no, I have way more than that. Okay, who? That, it's that was some shade. <laughs> Wart. Wart. Yeah. Umbris. Oh, I forgot about Umbris. Okay, and then Sithis. Sithis, Kraj. Oh, okay. All right. And then, uh, oh, and Anje. Uh, Katori, Anje. Literally half of my decks hmm. are dual color. It's, that's only like two. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Lady Calaria and, sucks. And you looking to join a new podcast? <laughs> sure. Is this the normal time? <laughs> <laughs> so Lady Calaria is amazing. Lee bad. Tim, why don't we move on to your next commander and we'll bash it up good. You will. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just agree so far that Lady Calaria has been the best option. I you know what? I uh, will yes. give you that. I think yes. I think she's got that going for her. That bow is putting in work. Uh that manticore. Yes, that manticore <laughs> fees anything to to speak about it. Yeah, she, you're gonna die in, in many turns. That's true. I mean, you, like you said, you build her deck a combat trick deck. Mm -hmm. You put in like your growth spiral, not your growth spiral, um, titanic growth. What's the one? Classification. Titanic Classification, growth. titanic growth. You put like a hammer in here. You put in death touch stuff like bow and nylia, basilisk collar, things yeah. like that. Yeah. That's probably what I would do. Yeah. Archer tribal. <laughs> I mean, every card that has archer in it in those colors. Thematically, that'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah. Just yeah. and then yeah. throw in some walls just for flavor text so they're all like guarding the castle. Absolutely. Ooh, yeah. I like I like this. This is a theme deck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if only there were one like moat card. That'd be great. I mean there's crashing drawbridge. <laughs> yeah, this oh, is true. There you go. There you go. Which would actually be great for this deck cuz it gives everything haste. I think Guys, I we'll think put we this deck together. We cracked it, man. Hilaria <laughs> is solved. Yeah. We cracked the code. Yeah. <laughs> the 14 people that have made this deck, mm -hmm. you're on to something. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Tim, who's your next one? Uh, my next one is, I'm probably going to butcher this, but I think it's Iamrith. I-Y-M-R-I-T-H. Desert Doom. Oh, I know this one. Oh, this guy. Okay. He's from AFR. So, or 
um, Forgotten Realms. Quick D&D plug. I think this is the dragon in Storm King's Thunder for anyone who uh, does any of the pre-con adventures. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like I, I, I rolled it, but I, I think you should do it as the resident D&D expert. I feel like this is the <laughs> one, you know. Uh, you want me to give you mine then? Yeah. Uh, I All mean, right. I could also just keep rolling. But if if one of us is going to roll like Forgotten Realms or or the Baldur's Gate, I feel like it's poetic. It's poetic. Yeah. <laughs> it's up to you. I don't care. Yeah, go for it, man. All right. So Imrith Desert Doom three and two blue five five flyer. Imrith Desert Doom has Ward four as long as it's untapped. When Imrith deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. Then if you have fewer than three cards in hand, draw cards equal to the difference. Huh. It's not okay. bad. I mean, yeah. It's not bad. I don't know. I mean, there's... I feel like this is also kind of like a... I want to say like a win more kind of card as well. Like Maybe, but it's the fact that it's three or less cards yeah. in your hand. Like yeah. it's a... It's like a keep up card. Yeah. That's true. That is true. I would... I mean, part of me wants to build it Voltron just because of the Ward 4 and then just... But it's only when it's untapped. Well, you can give it Vigilance. That's true. Yeah. I don't know how much vigilance you get in blue, though. I mean, I'm sure there's an artifact that gives it vigilance. Oh, yeah. I think there's oh, yeah. Haunted cloak. Yeah. And as you always say, blue loves artifacts. They do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. They really do. I think the other part of me, if it just said deals damage instead of combat damage, I think this would be a lot better, mm. too. Not to say that it's bad, but it's to bring it up to that next tier. Yeah. Because the, the draw card's equal to the difference of less than three. I mean, at most, you're getting one card, and at, at least you're getting two every time it deals damage. Yeah. So, Or you're getting three because you have no cards in hand. No, because when you deal damage, you draw a card. Then if you have fewer than three cards, draw cards equal to Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I at mean, most, yeah. you're drawing yeah. three cards, which honestly is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Drawing three cards isn't bad. You know what I build this deck? I build this a Lab Man deck. <laughs> Sorry, what? Lab, Lab Maniac. Maniac. I don't even know what this, that is. This is a Tassa's Oracle deck. Don't taint don't yourself. Look at, oh, <laughs> don't look at, this is a Tassa's Don't go deck. down this road. Oh, okay. Tassa's Oracle. That's all you had to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, like... You'd have to attack each play. If you want to build, like, this as a Tron deck, you got to, at a minimum, attack each player five times. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This and isn't a Tron I mean, deck. I mean, you could give it plus whatever, plus whatever, based on some... Whatever artifacts you choose to get on, give on it. This... Is there anything that like does gives you benefit in blue for just straight discard? I mean, there's like uh, looting, like you looting most in red though. There is some blue, but not a lot. I guess it's just straight blue. What I'm thinking is like you you find a way to get a benefit for getting cards out of your hand, swing in, then draw like three cards. You know, I mean, there's wheels and discarding, but wheels you would redraw, right? And so yeah, I guess straight discard. Uh, I don't, not really. Not that I know of. That would be fun. But I feel like this, this card is one of those things that goes in the 99 and not yeah. in the command zone. Yeah. Still better that than is... Calaria. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm totally adding it to Ur Dragon though. Yeah, right? Oh, for sure. Honestly, this oh, yeah. is a good, this is a good dragon. Yeah. It is a very good dragon, but just not good in the command zone. I think the new dragons from... Baldur's Gate are better. Oh, I was just, that's exactly what I was about to say. Okay. I was like, the only reason I wouldn't go through the trouble of finding a spot for this card is because there's 
in Ur Dragon. There's five new dragons coming out that I guarantee all of them will be going in Ur Dragon at some point. Like they're just so good. Yeah. Oh, Ancient yeah. Silver Dragon. Have you read that one, Andy? Yes, I actually got yeah. it at the pre-release. Oh, nice. Yes, yes, and I'm excited for the Ancient Gold Dragon because that combos very well with what I'm already doing. Mm. Yeah, in my Gold Dragon. Is, I think Copper Dragon is the best of the five. Out of oh, absolutely. And, like not even a question. Yeah, and then gold. Yeah, and then silver, and then brass, and then bronze. Yeah. But all of them are really good. Yeah. The sad part is I only know the first three you said because they're good. The the, the last two I can't remember <laughs> which colors so, they are. White, blue, black, green. Yeah. So black brings back a creature from your graveyard, I think, or something like any that. Any number. Oh, any number. Like from the D20. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, green, uh, you're able to distribute plus one, plus one counters equal to the result. Up I to mean, two, only two creatures, though. Only two creatures. I mean, that's still not that bad, though. Like, that's, yeah, but you no. roll a one. Yeah. At least if on Ancient Copper Dragon you roll a one, you're getting a treasure, which is an improvement. Yeah. You know? Like, great. You, now my dragon has a plus one, plus one counter. Okay. And if you combo that with uh, Gnawbone, I mean, you're going to be getting a stupid amount no matter what. Mm-hmm. Then just throw in a Revel in Riches and you win the next turn. Exactly. <laughs> Unless the so, Vandal Blast comes out. <laughs> so here, here, let me hear this straight, Tim. You are okay with Revel and Riches as a win condition, but Thassa's Oracle's where you draw the line. Absolutely. Absolutely I am. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What kind of question is that? How is that any different? I agree with Tim on this For one, one like, Revel and Riches does not, like, inherently have, like, Flash or anything on it, right? So, like, you have to... And? Unless you're giving everything Flash and you're that guy. Neither, neither does... Neither does Thassa. No, but you play Thassa, and then you immediately cast an instant to then make sure that you win with Thassa. Like, that's that's the whole point. Oh, boy. I, I, oh, no. I think you're really grasping at straws here, man. Yes, 100%. I would much rather lose to someone getting, like, what is it, tw- 10 or 20 treasure tokens? It's, it's 10, yeah. I believe, because I run Rebel it in my Prosper 10. deck. Yeah. Rebel is 10. But also, here's the other thing. You with Thassa, it's you play it and you win. Mm-hmm. With Revel and Riches, is you play it and a full turn rotation goes, and then you win. Exactly. That's Unless you have play. like Vidalcan Ori. It's easy. <laughs> well, and that's what I'm saying. If you want to be that guy and play a Vidalcan Ori and then just flash it in on someone's end step, sure. Then it's not that much different. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but if you're already being that kind of degenerate, you also probably still have a Thassa deck. You're right. Because I do. Yet you, or better yet, you throw it in the Thassa deck and you have two win conditions. That's true. Can you imagine winning with Revel and Riches when you have Thassa in hand? <laughs> right? That'd be horrible. I would, the Thassa would just like dissolve. Yeah. It's like, how could you? It was just like, like dust away, like Thanos snapped it or something. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway. Yes, I stand by Revel and Riches. I've won off of Revel and Riches, and I like the entire time I was like, "Is this gonna res- like? Is this gonna happen? Am I gonna go full turn and no one's gonna get rid of this?" And they did it. We didn't have the card draw. Exactly. <laughs> we didn't have the artifact. We didn't have the enchantment removal, which is no different from not having a counter spell for Thassa. <laughs> Except, Actually, argu- arguably, there are more colors that have answers to enchantments than there are that have counter spells and three whole turns went by chris it's not like <laughs> does everyone have what they need in their hand at this very moment why don't they tim 
Yeah, just draw better. <laughs> Tim, draw better. That's why you should be playing Imerith. I Imerith. You know what? I don't even I don't even know. <laughs> I just like you keep throwing really bad examples at me. It's flustering me. I am made of amazing examples. Irimith? It Iimrith. Is it Imrith or Iimrith? Imrith? Imrith. Okay. Imrith mm. is a great example of good draw. And you should be running more of this in your decks. I do. I agree. I think he's pretty good. I, I you should put him in. I agree, though, that I he's not good as a commander. I wouldn't really play him as a commander. He's definitely way better in the ninety nine of like an Ur Dragon or or some yeah. other deck. You know, he's oh, just... sure. I feel like if you play him, it's because you have some fondness for Imrith. Yeah, that's true. That's me. Too. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. All right. All right. So who's doing the next deck? Andy read this so, one. All right. Do you wanna? find one then tim since i did yours i did find one um okay all right well yeah okay i got one <laughs> what you got all right tim? uh chorus of the conclave it's kind of a saucy one. Oh, yeah yeah this is uh you build this horny tribal <laughs> 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 you want to read it off sure <laughs> uh Chorus of the Conclave costs four green, green, white, white. You get a three, eight legendary creature, Dryad, who has forest walk and says, as an additional cost to your two cast creature spells, you may pay any amount of mana. If you do, that creature enters the battlefield with that many additional plus one, plus one counters on it. See, so, this is why Selesnya is good, boys. Like, I never that's said pretty, that's, that's good. That's decent. Yeah, I never said Selesnya was good. bad. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's pretty so good. good. Put that on a Viridian Joiner, right? Make yourself like seven hundred mana. Make put play a Gyre Sage. Oh yeah, That's right. Now you can yeah. tap Gyre Sage for like twelve mana. Yeah. What's um a Crystalline Walker? You could tap that thing for like, or no, actually, I think you can only tap that for one mana. Yeah, it's the two that I said. Yeah. Or Markwin the Nurturer. That's another one that's equal to their power. Yeah. I mean, th this is very much like turning into. Um, wait, what's what's that green commander? Selvala? Does she does she do anything with plus one plus one counters, or does she just make? Um, You're right. It's Selvala. But I, is she Selvala? Heart of the Wilds. Add X mana in any combination of colors, where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. Yeah, that works in this too. Hell yeah. Yep. I did a thing. I remembered a card, and it was right. Good job. Good job, Tim. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> Like a Micaeus, mm. you could put stuff mm. on Forgotten Ancient. Hell, you could even bust buff her up because she has Forest Walk, and pretty much everybody in Commander plays Forests yeah, at so, some point. Yeah, at some point. I, if she wasn't eight mana, she wouldn't be that bad. But she's also I mean, in it green. Is, it is green. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. easy to ramp to. You know what I think would be fun with this is plus one plus one counter manipulation. So you like keep transferring things all over the place, and then. In original Theros, there was a mechanic called Monstrosity. Mm -hmm. I think this would be a very, very fun sub-theme for this commander. Because if you Monstrosity something, you get a whole bunch of extra plus one, plus one counters. Or even Tribute from Born of the Gods, I think it was, that had that. So a creature would enter in, and then you either make the sacrifice of whatever the card says, or it enters with however many plus one, plus one counters. Like, What's uh, that, Hydra? Nissian, Nissian Wilds Ravager. That one. Or you, the only reason I know that is because it's in my MIL deck. 
Right. No, I'm, I'm thinking of the one... <laughs> Mana Gorger or... No, 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 no. It's the one that has monstrosity. It's like... There's a lot of them. Mother Hydra. It's the one uh, when you make there's... it monstrous, you make that many XX... Broodmaster. Broodmaster, yeah. yeah. Hydra Broodmaster. That would be awesome in this. Pelucranos the World Eater would be good in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's... He's got black, though. No, no, no. The original Pelucranos. Oh, the original Pelucranos. Okay. Yeah. Pelucranos the World Eater is a two green green five five with monstrosity green XX. And you put X plus one plus one counters and you deal. It basically fights whatever creatures you want until all the damage is soaked up. Okay. X. It's it's a oh, mini guy, board. Yeah. I yeah. kind of like this. I They're good. <laughs> You get a hardened scales. Yeah. You get mm-hmm. you get yourself a Vorinclex. Well, you gotta get yourself a Vorinclex. You gotta get a Vori. Hell, if you wanna go you wanna go bold, get yourself a doubling season. I was just about to say a doubling season yeah. would be good. You know so what? We got money to throw around. I'm gonna I'm just gonna come out of left field here. Don't get an Ozolith. Screw it. I was just about to say get an Ozolith. Get an Ozolith. <laughs> nah, don't do it. Branching, uh, branching evolution, <laughs> one of the cards from Jumpstart is really good on this too. It's basically a counter version of uh doubling season mm. yeah i say you do this and then you just you go big and go swingy yeah. yeah not hard to get to a lot of mana with this deck Ooh, put a put a hamza in there that seems pretty good that's the guy from commander uh was it commander legends and for green white legendary creature elephant warrior spell costs one less to cast for each creature you control with the plus one plus one counter on it creature spells you could cast cost one less to cast for each creature with a plus one plus one counter on it so you yeah, just get some that, that's insane yeah and then uh i just saw another one that i thought would be good vigor vigor is good in every green deck this is true <laughs> this is true <clears throat> wow uh <clears throat> i i know a card that's great in blue cyclonic rift <laughs> have you have you heard of that one uh no i haven't oh okay would you like to explain it to me it sucks no one buy it (laughs) so i do i do have to say real quick as a sidebar to cyclonic rift one of the only cards i didn't sell when i left magic was a foil cyclonic rift from made the right call i i thought i lost it and i found it i had it in my my l deck as a and there was a proxy in front of it and i was like why is this why is this here (laughs) because you probably (laughs) thought it was crap before no, I, I played during that block. I knew it was overpowered. <laughs> I was just like, why am I doing... What did I do? But That's anyway. funny. Can I just say, if... We we joked earlier about building Horny Tribal, but, like, why are all the Dryads just, like... Because they're forest nymphs. Like, you don't wear clothes if you walk around a forest. I do. There's bugs and, like, bramble bushes and stuff. But like part of the forest. So... It depends on what kind of lore you're looking at with a dryad. <laughs> they could be like literal like tree people. Like if you look at Tristani, Selesnya voice, you see like they're made out of trees. Yeah. In that one versus like I don't know. What was that one from I think it was either it was either the original Theros or it was Theros uh, Beyond Death. And it was uh the, the male dryad and he was packing. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. look it up, man. <laughs> Wait, hold on, where is oh, he at? You got me curious. Oh, you got what, me curious. I mean, you can look at the look at the guns on Lanawar Tribe. Oh, you're thinking? I know exactly who you're thinking of. Try the Elysian Grove. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like, think he's packing. The dude just is Abday. He's. I mean, ba- he looks like the jolly green giant. Is like 
stopping by for a one night stand. <laughs> it's just like chilling <laughs> in the tree outside your window. Yep. Like, hey, man, is this happening or what? <laughs> he's also an enchantment, so he's quite mystical. That is true. He's also a nymph and not a dryad. But he's Aha, but, Tim, come on. No, but his name is Dryad of the Elysian Grove. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, wizards. We need to get this straight. Yeah. <laughs> It's like what, uh, like in Baldur's Gate, the the Baldur's Gate set, they called them like ancient copper dragon, and then it was like legendary creature elder dragon. Like, why couldn't it be one or the other? Yeah, we talked about that. All uh, right. Well, I think it's because I don't think there's an elder dragon in in the monster manual or like anything like that. In actual, they're just, yeah, they're just ancient dragons. Yeah. So, so why couldn't they make ancient dragons like? Because ancient isn't a creature type. You don't have creatures named old. I guess, but like, what stopped them from making? We now have a legendary enchantment jellyfish. So, like, why can't they make ancient dragons? <laughs> jellyfish they, is a creature type we've had before. I guess. I think. Well, I mean, I feel like it's probably done the el like with elder because they've already had elders in the past, and yeah. elder tribal is a thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it would be better, like flavor wise, to just keep it as an ancient dragon. Probably. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I also agree. Good point, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tim, I think you're building this deck, right? I, honestly, I'm tempted. The only yeah. thing is I don't want to, like, pull out this deck and everyone at the table is like, ew, dude. <laughs> like, why are you being that guy? Well, I mean, you could play it with, where is he, uh, Hamza in the in the commander slot. That's true. Or, oh, that's so a good point, do, yeah. You could do that, so then it's not like, I'm playing horny tribal. <laughs> <laughs> I, pl- I play Hamza and people are like, oh, he's just, he just likes elephants. And then I break out chorus of the conclave and everyone's like, oh, it just fits so well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like it. I think, I think they're good. Maybe I'd get like an altar sleeve that gives them all like habits and <laughs> covers them up a bit. Fair enough. Idea. <laughs> yeah. Definitely the best one so far. I would agree. Go. It's no Lady Calaria. It's you're right. It's better. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, you ready for the last one? I got it here. Let's do it. We're sticking with green. Oh, it's I love it. Masumaro, first to live. That one sounds familiar. We have not done this one before, no. but it is from the original. Um, it's from the original Kamigawa block. I've seen this before. Oh, it's three, yeah. Three green, green, green for a star star. It's a legendary creature spirit. Masumaro, first to live's power and toughness are each equal to twice the number of cards in your hand. It's got 57 decks. I can see why. <laughs> He's so, not that bad, actually. Like Now that green has a lot more card draw mm-hmm. by itself, I feel like this is a very... This could be a very powerful commander if built correctly. But I feel I... like it goes better in the 99... In a Simic deck versus a mono green deck. I think you build this food chain. Well, hold on. Food chain, the one that like that $200 card. Yeah. I'm not saying you should build a food chain. (laughs) Oh, but I'm saying a good way to build this, I think, would be food chain. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I I do kind of I. Kind of agree with Andy. I think like you put it in the the ninety nine in a Simic, something that has a lot of card draw. He comes out and he's a potential closer or chunk a lot of damage before he gets blown up. But I mean, even still, at that point, we might as well just play Crater Hoof Behemoth. It's like, true. 
How much does Crater Hoof uh, mana wise cost? Seven or eight. Okay, so yeah, not so that this much. is t- this is too less, but it's in green, so it's who cares? What? <laughs> so is yeah. Crater Hoof. Well, that's what so I you mean. Pl- you, yeah, you yeah. play Crater Hoof. You play a bunch of pu- you play this. You play a bunch of pump spells. You draw a bunch of cards. You slap Crater Hoof down. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. Crater Hoof. The two mana t- in green to me does not matter. So Crater Hoof is way better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think there's there's a lot of good draw. I mean, obviously, this card is going to be better in the 99. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. just no matter what, I think that's fine. But you know, where this is fringe commanders, we think about them as the commander. Mm-hmm. So as the commander, I would build it. Uh, I would just go straight up, draw as much as you can, and even if it's like a like a group hug kind of draw, if, you, if that's even in green, I know white has that. A lot yeah, more green doesn't. Do green doesn't have much. Green has expensive card draw, if I remember. Or like creature based. Yeah, it's creature based. So like, uh, I mean, you got. I mean, harmonize is literally like the quintessential green draw card. There's harmonize, shamanic revelation, return of the wild speaker, Garuk's uprising, uh, colossal majesty. I think it is. It's called or something like What's, that. Something else, there's like uh, something packed or whatever. Where like whenever a creature power three or greater comes in, draw a card. I forget the name of it. Yeah, it's basically uh, Garrick's Uprising. Garrick's uh, Uprising. Three. Well, that that one's for Power Four. There's power another three is one. Something different. Yeah. Yeah. Guardian Project is really good. Guardian Project. That's another good one. Yeah. That's not the one that you're talking about, though. No, but I I know which one that is. I mean, I I think it's definitely not bad. Like he, if you're gonna build him, you want to go very creature heavy and very draw heavy, mm-hmm. and then you probably still want to put a Crater Hoof in here anyway as your finisher. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, you, this is the deck you put your Gaius Cradle in. Obviously, <laughs> I mean you're not <laughs> wrong, but like, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> but like, wouldn't you feel a little just like sad for Gaius Cradle if you put it in this deck? What are you talking about it's in seven percent of the fifty-seven decks. <laughs> I'm sure it is. You were I talking can't. about Garrick's Pack Leader. Is that what for it is? the whenever another creature with power three or greater enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. It's okay. a five mana creature. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is also another good deck for Silvala. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Kamal, uh, we're at the beginning of combat. Everything gets plus three, plus three, and has trample. That's also a good one. Uh, Goreclaw is good. I always like Goreclaw. Yeah. Three and a green, four, three, bear. Creature spells you cast with power four, greater cost two less to cast. That would be very strong in this deck. Although yeah. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't trigger with the commander, though. True. But, I mean, at that point... Do we really care? No. Elemental Bond. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, Elemental that's what you were thinking bond. of. Uh, two and a green. Whenever a creature with power three or greater enters the battlefield under your control, draw a card. So it is, we've been saying like five different cards that all do this, that all probably should go in this deck. <laughs> yes. I mean, obviously they're <laughs> yeah. trying to draw this much. Yeah. You're trying to draw as much as you possibly can. Yep. Yeah. If it says draw a card, it goes in this deck. Yep. Yep. Probably put want to put like, what are those Bayloths that make a token of themselves is it rampaging bayloths rampaging yes. bayloths that's yeah. a landfall deck oh, a it's landfall. landfall yeah yeah that's you're yeah. right you're right they're still in green so it's not bad and no, they're all four not. four creatures so they yeah. trigger a lot of these cards that's and that's what i'm saying like and you just make tokens of it yeah beast whisperer mm-hmm. oh, very good absolutely. so scoot swarm i i think oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't end this episode on scoot swarm <laughs> Oh my goodness! We're uh, gonna put it. We put a Steve bigger. in this deck. Bigger, <laughs> bigger, yeah. Steve we'll goes in bigger. this deck. 
So I don't know. I mean, it's uh, I think I think we can all agree after our picks today that the best deck is likely the Selesnia, um Bathwater Tribal. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Insanely accurate. Yeah, oh on both like, parts. Literally, they're standing around a bowl of water in the picture, of course, of the conclave. Is it a bowl? No, it's a, it's a. There's a tree coming out of it. Trees need water, Tim. Yeah, but not entire. Like not. You know. <laughs> you don't know maybe, that. Maybe it's not a. Maybe it's not. It's it. Maybe it's just a bird bath. We don't know. That's true. With a bird tree in the middle of it. That like, <laughs> bird bath tribal. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you don't know those dryads could be those dryads could have been grown out of that bowl. You know what? Thus therefore making it bathwater tribal. If there's water in it. <laughs> there's water, Tam. There's the you are 70% water, but you're not going around telling everyone you're wet all the time. Okay. W- wizards, we need confirmation. Is that bowl <laughs> more than 70% water? <laughs> They're gonna come back and say no, it's maple syrup. It's maple. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll buy a can of that right away. <laughs> dryad syrup. Mm. I mean, that's a good question. Do dryads do they have blood or do they bleed like maple syrup? I I always assumed it was sap. Like, I mean, uh, that's what maple syrup is. Yeah, but it's but maple syrup is like reduced sap. Like they, they so we just boil the dryad's blood and then we have delicious pancake syrup. You know, I want to say, oh, that's disgusting. Why would we do that? But humans literally do that with other animals' blood. So, you know Have what? Have you ever had blood sausage? Yeah. Well, I haven't. But, yeah. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but no, I haven't on purpose. Yeah. Look, if I ever met a dryad, seriously, like, You'd number one, bathwater. And number two, free <laughs> maple syrup for life. All right. I'm good. Anyway. All right. Cool. All right. Well, big shout out to Chorus of the Conclave for being this week's winner yeah congratulations yeah. ladies you deserved it a big shout out as well to Dovin, Joven for being Joven for being the hunk that he is you didn't even remember his name <laughs> i remember chandler though you do if we, if, chandler. We, if we roll chandler i would have remembered it that's yeah but Joven, oh, poor Joven, man poor always Joven. always the bridesmaid never the, the bride <laughs> yeah <laughs> And his uh, his lore text confirms that along with Chandler's. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's head on over to our anti-sponsor for the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy, being our guest for the week, you get to be the anti-sponsor pick. Also, Tim and I are starting to run out of ideas. So, what? I got Andy, plenty. what is what? We got tons. <laughs> Andy, yes. Anti-sponsor is essentially something in the world that you are not too pleased with. Oh man! So like one week I did boba tea. Yeah, I heard that right. episode. Yeah. yeah, that was a good I, rant. I have to agree with you though on boba Thank tea. You. I, I sent him. Hold on. Here's a picture of a boba tea that was on in our town. So I don't have the picture to send to you. However, it was literally a cut up mango in the bottom of a cup. See that to me seems like that's why. At what point just make it a smoothie? You know. Yes. Okay, we're not actually going to continue the ramble about boba tea. <laughs> as much as you'd love um, to. As much as I would love to. So what do you hate? Uh, I don't I don't really... Uh, I hate the housing market. Okay. <laughs> wow, that was totally you... off the cuff. <laughs> not <playing. laughs> We were are sitting you... here for 10 minutes trying to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you a buyer or a seller right now? Because I, am... I think this question matters to 
whoever, like what position you're in. I am currently both. <laughs> that's yeah, that's oh. what I figured. Yeah, I. Uh, it's not fun either way. Yeah. So. <laughs> really, I figured the selling part would be like super easy from like what I've heard. So it is, but mm. it also isn't because you have to, depending on your position in like your financials, you have to either put an offer in on, con- on contingent to buy a house, meaning mm. that you would have to sell your house before the deal goes through. Otherwise, the deals are thrown away. So buyers don't like that. Yeah. Selling it is great. But if you don't find a house within 30 days or whatever your timeline is, the deal is gone. Yeah. So either way, you're screwed. So yeah. especially now that people are bidding $50,000 over asking. Yeah. Well, and I think, uh, I, well, sorry, um, I, I think part of the issue also is like all of the profit you would make off selling your house is just going to be completely offset by you needing to go that high on the house just to have a roof over your head you know yep Yep. like i i'm one of the lucky ones i bought way before covid Mm -hmm. and now we stand to gain a pretty sizable amount from selling Mm -hmm. and we're going to take some money out to pay off our wedding and then the rest of it's going on as a down payment which we shouldn't have to do on a house but yep I think the craziest thing are people are foregoing the inspection. That to me is insane. I don't understand it. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm lucky. My dad was a tradesman his entire life. So my realtor lets me and him go in together and we Mm -hmm. do a sweep of the house and do a inspection. Not inspection. Yeah. Yeah. A a look see, a viewing. Yes. A viewing. uh, An advanced advanced (laughs) viewing. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> a viewing with benefits <laughs> a view- <laughs> yeah and i shouldn't say she lets us it's i choose my dad to come in with me because we have a limit of two people per visit mm. and mm-hmm. my dad just knowing what to look for tells yeah. me what i should you know what i should be mindful of i was gonna okay. say i was like i figured they wouldn't care if you brought uh, someone else with you i guess with covid restrictions maybe but like outside of that like a lot of couples buy houses together like you would think they would both yeah. be able to see the, the the house you know yeah it's it's so it's not so much like it the limit is two for that reason but mm-hmm. it's more so the idea of past two is the problem yeah. so sometimes depending on who the seller is they'll let us you know have all three of us go in but yeah 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 i at the moment, uh, I'm same as you. I bought the house way before COVID and could could make a really nice amount of money. But, like, I also would then have to, like, find a house to move to and just not not worth it. So probably just going to stick it out and hopefully this calms down soon or not even yeah, soon. You, like, got a, you got a good house, though. Yeah. I, we The only reason we would move is if we wanted to get closer to between our work, like where mm-hmm. me and her work. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the exact same boat. Bought right before COVID, Mm -hmm. making a lot of money, but I'm obviously not going to sell. Yeah, so you're not really making because because I think it's going to come down, right? So it's not sure. It's not like true equity, you know. It's it's fake equity. Kind it it is kind of true equity, but it's like super inflated. Well, so I guess that's my point. Is like if it comes back down, is it really equity if it doesn't hold true? Like over the course, sure, it's going to increase. But if it shoots up and then comes back down just to get normal, it's not. It wasn't really true equity unless you sold it at the peak. Is the stock market true money? 
No. <laughs> okay. They were, okay. Fine. Well, yeah. So, I mean, if you want to, okay. if you want to get down to it, no, it's not. <laughs> Is money even a real construct at this point? Also, no. No. <laughs> it used to be backed by federal by uh, the gold and Fort yeah. Knox, and not anymore. They're just like print more. Yeah. Now it's trust, and I don't. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> just trust. Yeah. It's okay. I keep all my money in piles of gold buried in my backyard. You know, you joke, but I, I know people like that. I don't know how many dollars I have. I know how many pounds of dollars I have. Mm, all right, Ron Swanson. <laughs> cool. All right, well, yeah. Housing market, figure your crap out. Yeah. Yeah, get it together, guys. Mm. Seriously. Well, good luck. Good luck on the house hunt. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Is the... Why did I say thank you? You're welcome. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you. Would you... Uh, is there anything you want to plug before we, we sign off? Uh, sure. So... We have my uh, my podcast is Tales from Doconia. You can find us on all the major podcasting things, including Spotify uh, and Anchor. We do have a link tree. It's link tree slash Tales from Doconia, all one word. Uh, the T and Tales, F and From and D is capitalized in Deconia. Um, aside from that, we do have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, a Discord channel. Anything else I'm missing? I think that's it. Would you like to spell Deconia? Oh, yes, oh, that's, that's point, important. Yeah. Thank you. I forget that that's not a common thing. It's so bad my phone autocorrects me to the way we spell it, and I just forget half the time. Mm. D-A-E-K-O-N-I-A. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah. for all you listening, we'll be on Tales of Daconia in an upcoming episode as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you want to listen to more of our bull crap, head okay. on over there. And we know you do. We know you do. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Well, thank you for uh, having me on again. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, happy to have you on. Yep. Hope, hopefully you enjoyed grilling bathwater dryad tribal. I loved it. Are you kidding? <laughs> I loved it. It's everything I hoped for and more. Oh, Perfect. <laughs> I expect Including that deck built. I, <laughs> I expect that deck built by one of you two. If And if you build it, there's got to be at least one bath-related card in MTG history, so it's got to go in there. As long as the Absolutely. colors fit. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, if anything, it's called Chorus of the Chorus of the Conqueror. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even if the colors didn't fit, I would allow it. <laughs> Wait, I just I just have to I just have to plug this in there. Thought vessel. Uh... Thought vessel. Nice. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh... <laughs> All right. Who's doing Who's doing our plugs, Tim? You want me to? Sure. Cool. All right. Follow us on Facebook. We are Casual Commander Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at EDH but casual. You can join us in Discord. We have links to the Discord in on the Facebook and the Twitter. If you're looking for any casual commander merch, we have a merch store. Lots of fun shirts and one coffee mug. You can find us, you can find the link to the store on our Facebook and Twitter. And finally, if you're interested in helping support the podcast, uh, keep us pumping out this horrible bathwater content. Uh, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash casual commander. And maybe if you subscribe to Patreon and you don't want us to talk about bathwater, I guess we can make that a tier. <laughs> no bathwater content. I'll, yeah, no. I'll, I'll go put on 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 the on the platinum casual tier. Make it make it like something we'll, absurd, like a thousand dollars. We stop talking about bathwater. <laughs> no, 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 no. What you do is put it a thousand dollars, and then there's a private conversation about bathwater. 
Oh, that's I don't true. know if I want to do and that. And then the two thousand dollars is you stop talking about it. I that's smart. I don't want to open think, up I that avenue. <laughs> Listen, if someone's willing to pay us a thousand bucks a month, I'm sending them bathwater. <laughs> Tim's like me too. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to be more proud than that, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not more proud. All right, I'll I'll make that a tear. Oh God, I'm kidding. Andy, again, thank you for joining. Anyone interested, Tales of Daconia. Be sure to check them out. And thank you again for tuning in or joining. Thank you again for joining us this week, Andy. Absolutely. Anytime. It was a pleasure. And we will continue on with our normal shenanigans next week. Until then, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And this is Casual Commander. This is where I always say, and we love you. (laughs) 